Hello everybody, this is Rafael Davidovich. Welcome to Parshas Achare Mos. That's this week's Parsha in Chutzla Aretz. And I try every week to give a thought on the Parsha here for the online audience, which of course those who do come to Shul and get to hear me speak live are welcomed here as well. I try to make a pledge to myself not to repeat the Dvar Torah that I give online back in Shul, so that people don't feel that they can just listen online and not come to Shul, or come to Shul and not listen online. I want to add value wherever and where, whenever people listen to me. So this week is Parshas Acharimos, which uh, the front end deals with the service of the Kohen Godol on Yom Kippur. This was the big event that took place every year that Aaron, and then later his sons and later descendants, the high priests, performed every year on Yom Kippur to obtain atonement, kapara, for the Jewish people. And that's what I want to focus on today for a moment. This carbon is unusual and different in one very important respect. When it comes to all the other work that a Kohen is meant to do in the base of Mikdash, he does the work he's expected to do. You can go back to Parshas Tzav, where uh, the Torah describes what it is that Kohen is supposed to do for his fellow Jew who brings an offering. What's different about the Yom Kippur service is that here, Aaron was expected first to bring his own carbon. You understand? He had to personally bring something from his own personal funds. And only after he brought his own carbonos was he then to bring the various offerings and the incense, etc., to attain atonement, kapara, for the Jewish people. I think this is important for one very, very important reason. And as the Pesach says over here, that with this Aaron shall come to the holy place, that he has to bring his own par, hachatos, asher lo. He brings his own ox that belongs to him. Vechiper ba'ado uva'ad beiso. And then he atones for himself and for his family. The reason I think this is important is because this is important for not only a Kohen, but I think of this as important for anyone who tries to teach something, to obtain atonement, to cleanse his fellow Jews, that he first needs to make sure that he himself is cleansed first. You might have heard, if you're the type who listens to Rabbi speak often, you might have heard the following sentence. The Rabbi will say, And listen, I'm not speaking to you alone. I'm speaking to myself. And I know sometimes I, and sometimes others will think, Sure, Rabbi, you're really talking to us. You're just playing that modesty game and say that, and you're saying you're speaking to yourself. But I'll tell you something from the times that I use that phrase, and I don't use it often because I don't like being Rabbi Cliché, but when I do use it, and even when I don't use it, I'm thinking it in my head, that I am talking to myself. And this is not just a line, but it is the directive of this Parsha. The idea is that if a Kohen Godel is to obtain and achieve Kapara for all his fellow Jews, he has to be cleansed himself first. So that a rabbi who is speaking is speaking to himself. Any speaker speaking, trying to improve the spiritual station of his fellow Jews, realizes that there's something in himself or herself that needs to be corrected. And even if I cannot succeed in becoming a total tzaddik, yet even if I can improve somewhat in that area, 
meaning that I myself will have what is known as a hirhur teshuva, a thought of repenting and of doing the right thing, that gives me the right to suggest some of the same thing for my fellow Jews as well. It can take place on the macro level of Yom Kippur, but the truth is it takes place every time I speak, every time I share a thought with a fellow Jew, where I might be in a position to tell them to do this or that, or tell them not to do this or not to do that. I have to find a way that I can have such an idea, such a thought, applied to myself as well. And even people who are not rabbis and not rabbitsons and not speakers, but they're in, a, they're in a position where they need to maybe tell a spouse or a family member or a child something about how to improve, how to do better, they need to first spend at least a moment to follow Aaron's directive over here, the directive to Aaron, that first you need to think of a glimmer of teshuva, of how to apply that element that you wish to share with others, how to apply it in your own life first, before then spreading it to others. That's my thought for Parsha Sachremos, and I want to wish all of you a wonderful Shabbos.